Hello and welcome to All Villa No Filler, a podcast all about Aston Villa, the world's greatest football team. Well, transfer deadline day is nigh and as such, we thought we'd have a quick chat all about it and what could be in store for the mighty Villa. But first of all, Frankie, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I very recently played a friendly against Newcastle United's uh, London supporters group. So it was a group of Aston Villa London supporters and Roma so, you know, quite a random mix, Aston Roma. Um, right. You know, we all work together quite nicely. Our t- the Villa team won 6-3, of course. Very good. Um, but uh, there was one moment where it was at 3-3 and the Newcastle player scored probably the best goal he'll ever score in his life. It was <laughs> it was a freakishly good goal. And as he ran off, one of the Newcastle players on the side, one of their subs, went... Uh, Sub on the chain, piss off your villa bastards! Oh my god, I can't, I can't believe what, what is it, fifteen years on they can't get over that goddamn banner. Ridiculous. Uh, so, so yeah, I found that hilarious to be honest. Uh, they're they're really nice guys, the Newcastle guys out here, but it 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 is fascinating, isn't it? How the uh, the 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 Newcastle fans still. Still with those banners, like they they haven't let it go, you know. Like no, I hear it on podcasts every now and again, and I'm like, they really they don't like Villa. No, uh, and to be honest, no. you know, with that with that banner, I I thought it was a legitimate question. I just wanted to know <laughs> who was the next Messiah, Ant or Dick. So you know, it's probably <laughs> Sam Fender now, isn't it? Um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't rhetorical. It was a genuine, no. you know, we want we would like to know. Uh, yeah. And from a Newcastle perspective, you know, who better to ask? Yeah, ridiculous. I think in fairness, that sub on the tyne uh, banner is asking for trouble in it, wasn't it? And uh, I'd love to know who made it. And like to think, like, are they aware? Like, they're not, they're the source of the beef. Like the the, <laughs> the impact. Yeah, I, I bet they never thought when they were when they were scrawling it on, you know, what do they sheet or whatever it was. Yeah, that it was going to have an impact, you know, 15, 20 years on. It's kind of it's a bit it's like similar to, you know, like the the Wales Golf Madrid uh, banner that Gareth yeah. Bell was waving. You know, it's funny, isn't it? Like how banners can have such <laughs> such like <laughs> long, deep seated impact on the uh, on sort of football culture and, and sort of club rivalry. It's um, yeah, it's very, very weird. I do actually remember that game. It was um, it was a very, very com- comprehensive Villa win, wasn't it? Mm. Alan, uh, yeah, Alan Shearer was manager of Newcastle at the time. He was. He? It was Villa one one nil. Emil Heskey was kind of unplayable that game. It was like where every time the ball went into his feet, he just held on to it. And I remember the last ten minutes, like Newcastle just couldn't get the ball off him. Uh, I think it was Damien Duff own goal, wasn't it? One nil. Uh, I was in the Trinity Road stand in that game, and um, it was it was surreal to see Newcastle go down because at that point they really were. Like a team you associated with the Premier League. Unfortunately, George, it looks like the life has come back into that club now, doesn't it? Mm, it certainly does. It certainly does. And and they have been uh, relatively active in the in the transfer market in January. Uh, unlike and un- well, I say, well, I say unlike Aston Villa, we have been active in the transfer market, Frankie. But but, yes. but more more outgoings than than incomings, certainly. Yeah, uh, a lot of outgoings. Ludwig Augustinsson has become the latest. He's now off to uh, Real Mallorca. Uh, Jan Bednarek gone back to Southampton. Danny Ings off to West Ham for £15 million. Uh, Morgan Sanson, Frederick Gilbert all out. And, you know, quite a few of those featured in that Stevenage 1-0 loss. Mm, and, uh, after that game, you thought there would be repercussions for some of the players. And there's been repercussions, you, you would have to say. And, you know, I think it's fair enough if Emery wants to clear out a squad of, you know, and players who 
ultimately don't fit his vision. And yes, mm. we don't have as, as big a squad now. And yes, injuries could cost us, you know, a push for Europe potentially. But ultimately, uh, I think getting to Europe this season is always going to be a, 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 a tough ask, um, you know, with what we have anyway. And so if Emery feels um, that these players are just not really worth his time, then that's absolutely fine in my in my view. Um, and I think that are you Dan- surprised? Are you surprised by the speed in which the outgoings have gone out? Uh, a little bit, yeah. There's probably one or two I thought maybe would stick around, but at the same time, it, it, it does suggest that Unai Emery has a real clarity of vision of what he wants and uh, a clear view of uh, who suits his style really. Um, and uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's a bit, it's quite no nonsense, isn't it? Really. Uh, mm. So. No, I think for me, I, I think I, I'm I'm not really worried at all. Um, and I think, yeah, all right, the centre-back and up front, if we get an injury, particularly to someone like Ollie Watkins and maybe a Mings and a concert, they could, you know, it's going to be, we don't really have the squad to fix that. But at the same time, it also means we're probably going to see a bit more of players like Jon Duran who's just come in, some mm. youth players who might get a few opportunities they otherwise wouldn't have gotten. And one of them might, you know, just do a bit of a Jacob Ramsey and really show that they're made of something in the Premier League. Yeah. So um, it, it to me, it if, if you know, we're very close to the transfer deadline day now. Um, if Villa don't sign anybody, I, I'd love it if we do. I'd look particularly like a Matteo Guendouzi, for instance. But if they don't, it's not that, it's not the end of the world for me at all, really. And I'm happy enough mm. if they wait until the summer uh, to uh, bring in the app, the players that they absolutely want. Um, but where do you sort of sit on the transfer window? Well, I, well, I completely agree with you, Frankie. Um, you know, I, I wish <laughs> I wish I could cause some sort of debate on this show because it's always quite <laughs> interesting. Um, but but yeah, I, I think I think um, if I was going to be slightly critical, I, I guess yeah, I, I suppose the the speed in which they've they've cleared the decks it gives me a bit of concern. But then again, you know, we're we're you touch wood we're we're pretty safe from relegation um and 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 if these players were getting in the way of the development of any younger players that could come in to bolster the first team squad then um uh then that's another uh, a good thing i suppose um you know we saw uh, you know louis barry's also gone back out on loan to salford today so you know uh, there are some players in the youth team that, that at the moment don't really feature in the in the first team plans but you know you got uh Caden Young is playing a yeah. part in the first team now and and he could be an interesting uh, prospect for the rest of the season yeah uh and um yeah if we get an opportunity to see any of the any of the other sort of younger players feature then then that's that's fine by me um could it impact on a charge for for Europe you know we're still in the mix in that picture possibly but if it doesn't happen, it's not like we weren't expecting it, you know, to happen this season. I think next season was something that we were targeting generally. And you don't want to rush into signing anybody for the sake of signing anybody. I mean, look at exactly. the transfer windows we've had in the past, you know, Borja yeah. Baston, Danny Drinkwater, players like that coming in. I mean, why? They're just a burden on the wage bill and they barely feature and and um, and they just go straight back to their yeah. parent clubs when, when the loan comes to an end. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see what happens on the final day, as you, as you say, both again outcoming uh, outgoings and and incomings. I mean, there's 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 strong rumours that marvellous Nakamba will go uh, uh, out on loan to West Brom. Seems to be the most likely yeah. club. Some rumours, maybe even Felipe Coutinho could 
could go out, um, which would be which would be interesting. Um, mm. But but yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, ultimately, we've both said on this program before, Emery is in the in the in the relatively few games he's been manager of of the club shown that he's he's a man who knows what he wants he knows mm. and he knows what he's doing uh i have full faith in him as as manager and and the decisions he's making and if he feels that you know now is the right time to to get rid of the, the deadwood so to speak it's a horrible phrase but yeah um yeah. if he's confident to do that then i who am i to, to sort of doubt him based on what he's done so far for us so yeah, I've got I've got no issues. Um, you know, there are some people on social media who seem to be just absolutely desperate for anybody to come in through the door. But I don't think we're at that stage where we need to to panic. I mean, there's been some sort of funny, uh, funny memes and 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 uh, and stuff on online about you know people <laughs> Emery having to call on the season ticket holders to to fill the subs bench. Um, but, <laughs> me and um, you, me and you, will be making exactly, an appearance. Yeah. Podcast is called in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he's, scouting, he's scouting the London Lions as we speak. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So um, so yeah, but uh, you know, I it, obviously we 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 have got a good squad. We've often talked about, as I said, the academy and how strong we are in terms of yeah. our youth players. So. Yeah, why not? If we can supplement the first team squad with with younger players, then then I'm more than happy to let players like Gilbert go because he was never going to feature anyway. Augustinson mm. never really going to feature, especially now that we've signed um, uh, we've signed uh, Moreno. Um, so mm. um, so yeah, no, I'm 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 very satisfied with how things are. Uh, and, to be honest, Reggie. And the thing to remember as well is that you know in January it's it's difficult to get the the players you want um, for fairly reasonable fees uh you know and, and the specific targets you want they're often not available anyway in january yeah. um so I, i'm happy enough if villa have cleared out some players saved up quite a bit of money maybe particularly off the danny ing sale you know taking the money in getting rid of the wages and then uh, you know this summer are then able to target players that are more readily available yeah may not be you know, may not we may not get quoted extortionate fees for them, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah. So this January, this summer is when I would think that Villa uh, will be much more active. Yeah, uh, and um, I'm very excited to see who Emery goes for. I really do believe he has a very clear idea of who and what he wants. Uh, I think Alex Moreno was a good was a good signing, considering that he likes to play with two left backs on the le- on the left, and Moreno from what I've seen of him, does look like a player who can play ahead of Dina on the left-hand side and function as something of a winger whilst also being, you know, a solid defender so that defensively down that side, we're, we're, we're pretty set. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Jon Duran, you know, one of, you know, he was in, I think he was in the Guardians, top 100 young players in the world. So he's, That's right. you know, ultimately he's one of the highest rated young players in the world. Uh, and uh, one of the top young Colombian talents. Um, he, he's what, what, he's what, coming... what, what a what a what a video by the way we haven't spoken oh about yeah yeah the one Pablo Angel motivational video yeah it's brilliant broadcast from the whole end just um what a, what an introduction I mean, that's that's just that's great that's great and a sign of where we are as a club I think we just, we seem to be a, we seem to be a club that's uh, just doing the right things at the mm. moment which we haven't said perhaps in in the seasons gone by. Yeah, and I, I do. Whoever did that Angel video deserves a raise for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can see, I can imagine this season that you know, if the squad is light and we don't bring in any more players, that indeed 
Uh, there could be moments where we lack players and we go and we, we have a bit of a patchy run, a couple of losses here and there just because the score's not deep enough. But like I say, it's it's probably it's probably worth looking ahead really and looking at the summer and thinking that's when Emery will be able to build the squad. Frankie, Frankie, we, we, we won the league in 81 with 18 players. Oh, we did. We so, did. Come so, on, man. It can so, be done. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I've been your host, George Zielinski. Frankie, I will see you later. Catch you a bit, George. Have a good week. Up the villa. Up the villa. And it's goodbye from me, too. We'll be back this weekend to review the Leicester City game. But until then, come on, Super Aston Villa. <laughs>